if any of the listeners, I'm sure many of them have seen this story or heard the news, but if you weren't familiar with the name Chesley Christ, she was uh, 30 years old, Miss USA 2019, a uh, practicing attorney. She was a television personality. She had uh, she did a segment on um, Extra, you know, Extra, the entertainment program. Yeah, she yeah, was I a you know, that, correspondent yeah. there and yep. would interview red carpet celebrities and all of that kind of thing. She had a big Instagram following, you know, big into fitness and would post up uh, fitness tips and all of this. And incredibly successful young woman, uh, beautiful, physically gorgeous, uh, very intelligent, went to Wake Forest Law School, you know, one of the top law schools in the country. Jumped to her death from the 29th floor of a 60th floor of a 60 floor building in that, New York City. That, that is just, I mean, it's, it's impossible for me to fathom. It you is. Know, I get that close to an edge, 29 floors up, and and I'm I'm already you can you can be hard pressed to move me very close to that because I'm gonna be backing away, backing away. Her mom is a woman by the name of April Simpkins. Mother obviously heartbroken as is everybody in this oh, woman's sure. life, but. And the reason I bring it up is because the mother, the woman, as we have now come to understand, and this was not clear to a lot of people in her life at the time, but this is a woman who, despite, uh, you know, showing all the outward signs of success, right? The, the, sure. The money, the fame, the looks, the education, the law degree. She was a very... Pretty and smart. Highly Pretty functioning, smart yeah. successful woman. Yeah. 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 Um, the mom says she has... Uh, had what is now referred to as high-functioning depression, which, you know, if you talk to a counselor, they will tell you that uh, this is a kind of specific form of depression because, you know, when people think of depression, uh, they... they, they, they pe- that doesn't mean you're slouching in the corner that's of right. the room. No, yeah. it does not, and uh, so many people think that's what it is, just being sad. You might not show any sadness at right. all. And... um this is a woman who was suffering from what they call high-functioning depression, where despite her success, despite being on top of the world by, by, by almost anybody's you know, qualifications, what we she was just success, deeply yeah. uh, depressed. Psychologist here that Yahoo interviewed, John Huber, says this, quote, Although successful, oftentimes leaders in their fields, these individuals are conducting their lives much like running a race with a weight belt carrying 100 extra pounds. Uh, The term high-functioning depression, not an official medical diagnosis, but describes depression among people who maintain or at least appear to thrive in happy-looking, productive lives. Yeah, they're meeting somebody else's definitions of success. Right. Absolutely. They're meeting all those standards. But that isn't making them happy because that's not really their definitions. They've never really thought about, well, how do I define success? Or if they have, it's, wow, my definition of success is so much different than society's. I must be totally screwed up. I can never do that. There's no hope. And that's kind of how that works. We put such a premium on... on, on, you know, in many cases, material items and, and material possessions and material gains. Um, a lot of times we, we, we just, we, we fail to understand that uh, that's not always important to a lot of people. And, and the flip side to that is it is important to a lot of people, but for all the wrong reasons. It, it doesn't bring them happiness. They're, they're just striving to achieve these things because that's what society expects from them. 
That's what they've been told will make them happy and successful. It's what we define as normal, and therefore you have to do it to get by. Right. But that does not meet what you believe to be, what you feel inside is success. When you stop and consider this, a woman who was Miss USA with a law degree, this is a woman who could be making a ton of money (laughs) either as a corporate lawyer or as a fitness model or as a swimsuit model or as a television host, all of the above. Yeah, no kidding. Has and could continue and would have continued to make her a millionaire. And last Sunday she found herself standing on the ledge the 30th floor in midtown Manhattan about to jump to her death. I mean, that's it, just to, to most people, they can't wrap their heads around that. But if you understand how depression can work, then you do understand it. I always think about this. She, at that particular time, she considered that her best option. It's terrible. Her best option. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, of someone that, as we look from as outsiders, that she had a thousand options. That is, if you have, if you have, you know, if you have money and, and a good job, and you, I'm sure she has a contact with a lot of people, but that on that particular time was her best option. That's, mm. that's a scary situation. It is sad, and it, it, it is, and it's not something that I'm going to understand. You're going to understand. You're going to understand. It's, uh, I mean, but but it isn't. I mean, we we ask why are people so angry because they can't seem to reconcile what they think is is success versus what we define yeah. as success as a society and with more and more people then you see more and more of that as our population explodes yeah and you see more and more of that and it and, and it just manifests and, itself and two other things i would add to it jim this kind of going back to what you were just saying you know when it comes to depression don't make the two automatic assumptions that a lot of people make uh number one if you're depressed oh that means you know you're huddled off in a corner with disheveled right. hair and you can't even get up out of the chair or you're crying all the time or you're crying all the time and number two the other mistake we make is you know snap out of it yeah hey, you plenty of fish in the sea you're a beautiful young lady snap out of it I'll give you it's a hug. not as simple as give that. you a hug and send you on your way yeah. yeah no it's it's not as simple as like you know they're crying and they need to snap out of it no, that's need, not how it works. They need more than thoughts and prayers. They need somebody to yeah. actually yeah. be with them physically. That's right. Chris is on line one. Chris. Okay, good morning. Um, so th- this touches close to home. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I follow Ginger Z, the chief ABC meteorologist, and Ginger had just posted a picture of this young lady where they had you know, done a selfie together. Yeah. Ginger also suffers from suicidal thoughts on a daily basis. And Ginger's got two books out right now, which I've read both of them dealing with mental health. Wow. The, po- the point that I want to make here is we have to start as a society. We have to start considering mental health just as important as physical health. Um, as, as you guys know, I work in an industry where we see things almost on a daily basis that, that the normal human being shouldn't have to witness or see. And the amount of suicidal tendencies that go through the fire service, the police service. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Mr. West, I'm sure you can comment on the military, the amount of suicide that goes through the military. Um, yeah, we just we have to start making we have to start making mental health just as important as our physical health. It's a very good point, Chris. Uh, very good point. And I just looked up, uh, Chris, based on what you said, I looked up Ginger Z's uh, Twitter, and, and I see a pic. It says, this forced smile not long after my second suicide attempt. She's looking happy as can be at News Center 23. 
um, brightly smiling. No one knew I was a master at hiding, especially for myself. Yeah. If you're having suicidal thoughts, take it seriously. Don't be afraid to go to the hospital. They can get you the right type of help. Debbie is online, too. Debbie, welcome. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey there. Um, I had called in a few months ago when you guys were talking about homelessness and, you know, the people that, that they didn't want in their area. And, and I had told you my son was homeless, and he also suffered from depression. And we had been uh, battling this depression for him for about 20 years. And he um, he took his life 19 years ago. Oh, my. And I don't know why, because, you know, he, was, he seemed happy, but I knew he was depressed. So we've got to, you know, he went into these Lookout Mountain Community Center, and, and all they did was give him pills. We've got to do better with the mental health. We just, yeah. our, our people are suffering, and we can't help them. You can't help somebody that's depressed. It takes a professional to really dig in and find out what's going on, and, and they didn't do that with my son. Mm. So 19 days ago, he finally got peace, and, oh, you know, we've got to do better on this because I don't want another mother to lose her child to depression and mental health. And that's, that's all I wanted to say. I am so, so, so sorry you're going through this. Uh, he he got his piece, and I'm not sure that, I'm not sure how to help you find yours. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to blame, at least what I heard, the health care workers. Yeah, they give them pills, they give them medication. That's usually a triage type of situation, right. a stopgap thing. Right. You know, and again, if, we, if you're battling depression, that kind of thing, I think if you're in the outside, you help help survive another day and then another day. Yeah. But I don't think we we I don't think in our society we get you through that day most of the time. But we never say how am I going to get you through that week or that month or that year after that. We get you through the day because that's going to kind of an emergency type thing. Mm-hmm. And again, so, so and it, those people are overwhelmed. Those the those mental health providers that we do have, especially those that are dealing with homeless, uh, with people that don't have big insurance policies. Those people are just overwhelmed. There's just too many people. And, and again, you're right, Debbie, and I feel for you. Oh. Um, but, but, but those people probably wanted to help your son. There's just not enough of them and not enough time. And they're like snowflakes. There are no two that are like. Sure. No situations, right. no viewpoints, no, mm-hmm. uh, no thought processes. It's uh, it is a one on one one by one basis that you mm-hmm. got to deal with this. It's a difficult topic and uh, it affects a lot of people. But um, if you want to call into our show or or text us about that, then please do so at two six seven one zero two three. But in the meantime, we did have caller one on the telephone line, and she was not finished uh, this discussion about depression that we were having in the last hour. So caller one, welcome back. Thanks for holding. No. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. So, um, so this it's called the treatment. There's a treatment, and it's here in Chattanooga, and it's covered by most insurance. And it is called transcranial magnetic stimulation. And like I said, it was uh, developed through Johns Hopkins and um, the Mayo Clinic. Uh, it's very research based. Um, and what what they do is they map your brain. You know, technology has come so far with uh, research about the brain, so they know where um, different parts of your brain do different things. So the the part of your brain that that makes um, serotonin and dopamine is is kind of in the middle 
uh, lower back of your brain. So they, um, it's a magnet, and they put it near your head, and they literally find the part of your brain that makes that. They know where it is, and they can identify it. So then they put pulses that that uh, stimulate that part of the brain, and it stimulates the um, production of serotonin and dopamine. So then you can take antidepressants, and they work. Um, and then also you have the serotonin and dopamine, which works. So, And it really works. I've been doing this for three weeks. And I can tell a, a huge difference in um, how I feel. And um, so I'm just, uh, it's uh, the place here in Chattanooga is called Faraday Health. And um, they're great people. They are very compassionate. Um, I was at the end of my rope. And um, I, I, I wasn't suicidal, but I was just, uh, it was like I had to walk through jello everywhere I went. It was so hard. And, and I, I have my doctorate. You know, I'm, I'm successful. I'm smart. I'm not lazy. I'm a hard worker. I do well at my job, um, but uh, I have to fight to do that, you know. So now I feel better. I, uh, I actually, it, it is really working. So for people out there that struggle with depression, um, there's a there's a little bit of hope out there, which is amazing. I I, um, I just think it's great. So I just wanted to share my story and uh, let people know that it's there and it's not kooky. It actually works. Did I? You know, and, it's not. And obviously, you, this, this treatment has been a godsend for you and maybe for other people as well. Did I hear you say yes. that uh, you thought antidepressants were effective or helpful also? Um, they are now. They weren't okay. for me prior to this. Um, I would take, I took multiple different kinds, yeah. and um, they just would not. It, it, sometimes I felt a little bit better, but it would always not work. Yeah, so, that's what I was wondering because there are so many different kinds, and it's almost like mm-hmm. a grab bag. Well, try this, try this. I always say, I always, always tell my wife, there's a reason they call it practicing medicine because they're practicing. Yes. yes, they are. And um, so, and, and, and this treatment has been um, researched for a long time. They're actually doing trials now with uh, using the same technology to stimulate the part of the brain that, that is impacted by PTSD and OCD. And it's successful and it's working. The insurance is not covering that part yet, okay. but I believe it will. Um, so uh, and and it and it takes a minute to get insurance to uh, agree to it. Um, they because uh, it's expensive. But the folks at Faraday they they really um, they advocate for it. So um, so it was successful for me. But it took about four months for them to agree. So insurance companies are not always easy. They're not not necessarily user friendly. You're right. But call one. Thank you for sharing that with us because there may be this is a huge topic and I, we don't like to talk about it but it is a big no. topic and there may be other people out there in your situation mm-hmm. who've not heard of this so you may have helped right. somebody you may never know but i think you may have that's why i called it because depression is embarrassing for people who have it we you know we don't tell anybody and it's it's a secret disease and people suffer um, you know, and they don't, there's hope, you know, there's actually technology out there that can help. So, um, if there are folks that are depressed, uh, and struggle and have struggled a long time and don't um, know what to do, this is an option for you. Um, they have, Faraday has a website. You can contact them and call them and they're so responsive and kind. So good luck to anybody that struggles and just know that uh, it's working for me. It's amazing. It's an eight week treatment. You go every day. And it takes about 20 minutes every day. So it's a commitment. You have yeah. to go five days a week. But it is, uh, I've been there about three and a half weeks, and I can tell a huge difference. 
man. That's wow. massive. Caller one, that's that's great. Every day, that's a commitment. And working through the insurance, thank God they're there to help you with it because uh, for a lot of people, that's where they just give it up. Just throw up their hands. Uh, here's a text message we got from a listener, and this is sort of more on the uh, the bright side, the hopeful side of this topic. Yeah. Uh, Alan texted. He says, the new Veterans Administration building on Shaliford, close to the post office, is awesome. They have helped a lot of veterans who are suicidal, like me, to get better and be a great member of society. The VA also has a new app for veterans. It, too, is awesome. Look for VA health and benefits. It's so much faster to get to your info I'm here at the VA now, or I'd call in. Love the show, Alan. Oh, thanks, Alan. And, and and I have yet to really plug into the VA system. I mean, I you know when I got back from Afghanistan, yeah, I went through and with my hearing loss from Afghanistan and the um, the, the gunfire there on left side. Um, and, and so they took care of that and got me some hearing aids, which I now don't wear. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know, I'm a bad patient. Did you give them to Max? Uh, Max wears them. He does. And the fact they'll, they'll screech and feed back, and, and then he'll take them out, and then the, it's like, like the glass is going to break because he's got the studio up so loud, the volume. Um, but I, I, ne- I need to uh, get into that system and understand it a little more because I heard, just like Alan said, that this new place, uh, Shalliford there near the post office, is a really good facility. Yeah. Um, Debbie sent us a text. Debbie is the woman who had called in earlier in tears. Um, her son recently uh, yeah. committed suicide. Oh, that was just heartbreaking. And, and it, it all uh, resulted from the from the, uh, the, the Miss USA suicide. Yeah. She says, hey, it's Debbie again. I'm sorry I was in no way blaming the healthcare people. I work for DFCS. They are overworked. Department of Family and Children's Services. Yeah. She says, it's not the people here, it's the system in general. I know they did what they could do. But my son stopped going. We just need to pay attention to mental health. Please let everybody know. I don't blame anyone. Well, of course. Yeah, no, yeah. We, you, we know you don't. Uh, and Sheriff Debbie. Hammond's been saying that forever. Sheriff Jim Hammond, Hamlin County Sheriff, uh, he's been saying that forever. You know, you get so many people in jail that really need mental yes. health treatment, right. not being locked up at his facility where he can't do that. It's really what they need. I think the uh, just in in a general sense, you know, when we were talking to Debbie and then uh, getting this text message from her, part of what I think she said, or at least the the way that I would put this, is that uh, you know, when it comes to a topic like depression, stop talking. We need to talk at these people less and try to get inside their minds and understand where they're coming from from their perspective. Because again, when you look at somebody like Chesley Chris, that's how this whole conversation started. Right. Miss USA with a with a law degree from one of the best law schools, a highly functioning, highly successful woman, gorgeous, beautiful model. TV career. TV career, practicing attorney, everything going for her. She is dead at the age of 30 from suicide. Stop. You know, we need to stop talking at these people and say, well, cheer up. You're, 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 really, you're really beautiful. You're smart. You're successful. Don't, don't you realize? what The point is, is that no... There's something going on in their life or in their mind that's preventing them they from would, enjoying their life. But would, we're not smart enough or trained enough to figure that out no. a lot of times, especially and, when we see that superficial, you know, you, you have a good job, your career, right. you're smart, you're A, B, C, and D. Yeah. We're just not trained as, as an average person to say, oh, I see the telltale signs. So, so, you know, I think we would help. I think we would help if we understood the signs. And and probably help number one is just saying, hey, call me. You know, I'm available anytime, day or night. 
Yeah, after, I mean, uh, we used to go su- through suicide awareness training every year in the military because it is an issue there, and there is, you know, a feeling of, of come on, man, you know, tough it out. Let's go. Sure. Let's go. Uh, and, and yeah, yeah, you think it's a sign of weakness. Yes. And it's not a sign yes. of weakness. It's really, yeah. it's just not. You, people would like to get out of bed. It feels like there's this 100-pound weight that's just yeah. laying on them, and they can't do it. I don't know why. I don't know. Right. I, I know that dopamine and serotonin, serotonin are just, incredible substances in your brain and and again how do you address that with somebody let's say you do have most of us you know generally speaking in society we we have certain benchmarks for what for what should make you you know a happy successful person you have a great job you make good money you have a nice family you have a wife or a husband that loves you you the list goes on and on of all these things you have to live for how do you address somebody who has all those things and they still don't feel happiness. That's not something that most of us are qualified to do. And so, you know, in, instead of just trying to preach at these people, what you really need to do is get inside their minds. Kind of like, uh, Kevin, when we've talked about um, dementia. Uh, you remember we were, we were conversations about older people who yep. start to develop dementia. And yep. uh, the, the example you were giving, I forget who it from was. my buddy Bruce Baird down Bruce there. Bruce Baird. Yeah. He who was... had said, you know, stop trying to address this from your perspective. You're never going to be able to understand dementia. You need to understand it from their perspective. Yeah. Go to their world because they're not coming to yours. So go right. where they are. Right. Even if it's 50 years ago and they're talking to people that you don't see, you know, I mean, just enter the conversation where you can and get into their world. Texter says, hey, guys, what was the name of that treatment that the caller was just talking about? It was from Faraday. Faraday is the name of the place. Um, and I don't know exactly what the treatment was because, uh, you know, I, I wasn't able to. Oh, magnetic. That's a magnetic sort of treatment for the brain. And it deals with dopamine and serotonin. And Faraday is the name of the place that she was talking about. I tell you what, folks, too. What we'll do is we'll just podcast up this segment uh, this morning. So if yes. there's any details yes. that aren't coming to our mind or we forget the exact name, we'll, we'll just podcast it up. And you, you got a bunch of Morning Press podcasts on the Morning Press podcast page at WGOW.com. So Brian will get that up here just a little bit later this morning. Uh, another texter here has a great piece of advice. Please provide the number for the National Suicide Hotline, 800-273-8255. Thank you. Appreciate that as well.